Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Make sure to get this podcast each and every week. Subscribe, rate and review it, and share it with all of your friends. Well, this week we're going to continue our discussion on prophetic protocol. Last week we talked about the boundary lines. When it comes to prophetic, we need to have some boundary lines. Boundary lines help to set direction for the prophetic. It helps to give it a flow and a destination. Boundary lines can also shift depending on the context. We can widen them or we can narrow them in. And context will determine those things and how you set the banks of the prophetic. For example, when we're teaching and helping people to learn how to minister in the prophetic gift for the first time or they're new to it, we always give them this initial protocol. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 3, it says, But he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. And so we're basically saying that if it doesn't edify, exhort, or comfort, we don't want you to give that word. And there's a lot of good reasons for that. They're still learning to hear God. They're learning the heart of God. They're learning their own character. And they're learning how to be gracious when they prophesy the word of the Lord. And that takes time to develop. And so we put those banks banks in at the beginning uh, to help people. People during that season as they're learning God's heart and God's voice. And so if you are wanting to know more about the gift of prophecy, make sure you get my book, Prophetic Secrets. Get it at any online retailer that sells Christian books or go to jenniferevaz.com. We've also now made my books available inside Australia. Again, go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the AUS shop tab if that's you. Now, 1 Corinthians 14.1 says this, Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. That word desire in the Greek is a strong word. Desire means to be fervent, to be zealous, to aspire eagerly, to desire earnestly. What are we to desire? Spiritual gifts. And then to desire to prophesy more than any other gift. And so that tells us there is something very unique and special about the gift of prophecy. It wouldn't have been called out and separated like that if it wasn't. Maybe you haven't seen it done right. Maybe you've only seen the bad side of the gift of prophecy. But here we see a strong exhortation that pursuing love is connected to pursuing spiritual gifts and especially the gift of prophecy. And I love it when the gift of prophecy actually causes somebody to win a battle. Let me share a few stories with you. I just received a FaceTime call from a pastor and his wife overseas. About three years ago, I was ministering in a European nation. I spoke at a conference alongside this pastor and his wife, and I received a prophetic word for them. I told them that I see this mouth, this big mouth, and it's saying all sorts of things against them. But the Lord says that he will make a table for you in the presence of your enemies. Well, this pastor is the only spirit-filled church in their community, and it turned out that after that conference, this pastor was falsely accused by a congregant of some terrible behavior. The, the pastor and his wife, they called me so excited, reminding me of that prophetic word, and that they have airtight proof against the accusation, and now it's just a court matter. Well, praise the Lord. They held on to that prophetic word because God was showing them how the situation was going to go. They didn't avoid the problem, but they knew where it would land, and it gave them hope. They stayed in ministry. They didn't quit when others would have. That is a good, good testimony of how the gift of prophecy should work. And another example, when I was in New Jersey last February, 
boy, that conference was powerful. The church was very prophetic. It was on fire for God. And I, I remember, though, that even though the prophetic words were flowing, they were hitting the sweet spot, and I was, I was ministering into topics that I never, ever tap into. That's how unusual this church was. And there was one thing, though, that kept coming up, and I was procrastinating. I didn't want to address it. I didn't want to talk about it because it was heavy, and I wasn't quite sure what to do with it, but it wouldn't lift. And so I finally just called it out, and I said, I said to the whole congregation, the whole audience, I said, if you are struggling with death, if you're afraid of death, if you're feeling a sense of death, if you want to die, raise your hand. And it was like a third of the room raised their hand. That was really weird. And I called them to the front and we started praying, delivering and doing all of that. Well, a month later, COVID hit and it hit New Jersey with a vengeance. And as of this podcast, they are still shut down. It's been months, but I felt it was a prophetic warning. I didn't understand it. They didn't understand it. I think we were all sensing it in some way. But the Holy Spirit, he was good to prophetically expose it and prepare the people in deliverance prayer for what was ahead. Remember John 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came to give you life and life more abundantly. So let's go ahead and, and talk more about this prophetic protocol and bring it into what we're experiencing today. Here's what I want to ask you. Do you know what to do if you get a prophetic word wrong? That's so important. We've got to know what to do. And if we don't have an idea of how to handle that, we're going we're gonna to cause people to not receive the gift of prophecy and not receive the prophet. So we want to have integrity. And part of having integrity is knowing what to do when you get a wrong prophetic word. In other words, you missed it. You thought you heard God and you didn't. So let's bring it back into what we're dealing with today. Now, I know personally, I have not prophesied about this presidential election. I know a lot of people have. I know a lot of prophets have, and they have prophesied the outcome of this presidential election. I did not. The reason for that is real simple. I don't have a track record for prophesying presidential elections. And so my personal protocol is if you don't have a track record for it, don't do it. And so I have it. So I've just kind of hung back and I'm just watching and I am observing and learning. But I also noticed that there's a lot of prophetic words that have come out about this election. And if a prophet that you receive from, if they prophesy something you're in agreement with, it's very important to not copy their word as if God spoke to you too. I've seen more copying of prophetic words in this season than I've ever seen it before. I've seen people get very high and mighty about these prophetic words, communicating them in a very forceful fashion and in a way that makes it appear that they received the word themselves, but they didn't. They're copying, more like campaigning in a prophetic kind of way. So don't copy someone's word. That's that's really a, a lack of integrity and it has a wrong spirit on it. Now there's a lot of prophecies that uh, Donald Trump is going to be the president. It's not over and a lot of things like that. And we do know it's going to take a miracle for those prophetic words to come to pass. Well, if you hear God on that level and you see it all the way through, and let's say this happens, let's say the Red Sea parts and Donald Trump actually becomes, you know, the, the next president. He gets this election as many prophets have prophesied. Let's say it happens. Well, if you prophesied that, genuinely prophesied that, Remember to remain humble and give God the glory. There's going to be a great temptation for pride. Don't do that because it will be your destruction. But if 
those Trump prophecies, if you prophesied that Donald Trump is going to be the next president and he doesn't become the next president, well, here's what you need to do. First of all, don't blame people for not praying enough. I've seen more intercession in the last six to eight months than I've ever seen in the body of Christ. So, so it's real important that you don't blame people. Blaming people for your prophetic word not coming to pass is, is really poor character. And if that's the case, let's say it's true, that's probably something you should have said at the onset, that this is a conditional word. And if we pray, uh, Donald Trump will be the president, if that's what you believe God has spoken to you. So, so it's important to put those conditions up front and not do it as a backtracking mechanism if the prophetic word does not come to pass. And so it's important to do that. And if you get it wrong, you have to say you got it wrong. You have to apologize. You have to make that apology in every arena that you said the word and blame nobody but yourself. That's integrity. And what's important is that we preserve the integrity of the prophetic right now because it's been such a spiritual season. So I want to just really prepare people that that's what has to be done if that's the way it goes down. Now, if the Trump prophecies are wrong, I also want to encourage the body of Christ to not throw down the prophets who missed it. We still need to honor them, love them, pray for them, help them to get back in, in their place, reinstated, okay? Because these prophets stuck their neck out they took a huge risk. I mean, I didn't take that risk. Uh, other people, they did take the risk. I, I'm like, wow, that's, that takes some courage. And so we want to keep loving God's prophets and, and, and helping them through it. I think that this is really more a test of our character than anything. I think that's what's really being examined here is how are we going to handle, you know, if things go one way or the other, that the Lord is looking upon our hearts in this season more than anything. So that's, that's another aspect of prophetic protocol. What do you do when the prophetic word is wrong? Thank you for listening to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Help me get this podcast and other resources around the globe. Go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.